All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So I just want to ask a question today, right? Why does revenge have to be so nasty? And and I want to highlight three things. I want to highlight in the entertainment industry where I've encountered revenge and uh, uh, its effect on me in entertainment, right? I'm just sitting at home watching what the world shows as entertainment. Um, I do want to talk about, you know, being at work, you know, what I've seen as far as work and revenge. And then lastly, I want to talk about just, you know, like the full circle of life, how when I've had to deal with revenge or gotten revenge on somebody and didn't know it, (laughs) well, I got to sit and laugh and just enjoy the benefits of just patience, right? So the first place I ran into um, the concept of a different type of revenge was actually younger watching Seinfeld. Like I was, you know, God, this is, I was young, right? This was like late 98, 99. And, and I'm, I'm putting that time up because that time is going to be really important later when we talk about Ja Rule and 50 Cent. So I'm watching Seinfeld and he was saying something about, you know, in in all the reruns, because they got like, I think like nine seasons and they had enough to just run reruns that and Jerry Springer. So I'm watching this show and he tells like George Costanza or somebody, well, you know, the best revenge is living well. And I'm like, what? What? The best revenge is living well. I'm like, does that mean you're so rich? that you don't care about who hurt you anymore or that you really are just having such a good life now that you don't really even are even bothered it, you, that you're living such a good life that the people that stepped on you are now rolling their ankle because of how high up you are. If that's the case, I get it. And, and for me, I, I do have a story I can tell you where I did experience some of that, right? The best revenge is living well. So when he said that, it really stuck with me. And like my wife, she she knows the show, watch the show. It's dope. And um, like several comedians uh, quote Seinfeld, even rappers like Wale has a song with Seinfeld in the in the beginning. I'm talking about marriage. Like he, he they went through a lot of shows because the show was about nothing. They could quote and go through so many random different scenarios, Um, you know, just classic sketch comedy. But that's Seinfeld. Kill Bill, on the other hand, Kill Bill, uh, uh, Taken. um, When mean, nasty things are done to you or you woke up the wrong one, like you, you, you actually upset the wrong one. Like, to me, that's what makes revenge so nasty. Like, in Kill Bill, in the movie Kill Bill, Uma Thurman's character, Beatrix Kiddo, is an assassin, right? She's an assassin married to an assassin. So the number one thing you got to, like, think at this whole this whole time is, like, you shot her in the head and she didn't die. If you're an assassin, you should probably go finish the job because when she wakes up, it's over for everybody. And anybody that touched her, abused her, hurt her, or harmed her in any way, you're done. Like, it's over. 
<laughs> and you saw that in the movie. But there was no option but nasty. There was no living well in this scenario. Like, she wasn't going to go uh, 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 become a political powerhouse or join the army or poison their water and watch them die out slowly. Like, she went at them as she lived, which was as an assassin. She didn't have her daughter with her. She had to go get her. And she fought all the way uphill to get her back. So in her case, there really was no opportunity to just live well. Now, here's the nice version of that story. She wakes up in the hospital, you know, wiggling her feet or whatever. And instead of being, you know, boiling with rage and anger and catching, you know, Zed or Buck or whatever the guy's name is, instead of catching them and mutilating and, and, and destroying them, you know, she finds a camera and records them coming in the room or whatever. And then like, I think she bit the guy's lip off or something. That was cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but okay. So keep that, keep that the way it was. They deserve to get got whatever. <laughs> so mean, right? They deserve to get it. Even though we brought him back to life, they deserve to get, you know, smashed and mutilated all over again. So yeah, they deserved to, to, to go through what they went through in that moment though. Beatrix Kiddo could have disappeared off the face of the planet and chose to, as she did before, drop off the planet and leave her assassin roots and just completely disappear and have nothing to do with that life anymore. Like she could have went around the world and just lived and, and just left that. Boop, 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 boop. She could have left that flat line and just walked out of the hospital and, you know, been perfectly fine. Right. It was what, 2 a.m. or it was late night when she woke up. She could have left her life and just went and just lived in the woods or, you know, been like, you know, one of the village people, not village people, but, you know, lived off of the land and been like a hermit. And, you know, like Hannah, <laughs> like on the show, Hannah, like they are on that show. She could have lived and just been perfectly fine. Right. So that would be the best revenge is living well. She could have went off and had a life. And, and lived and done whatever she wanted, you know, or even just left the country, you know. I mean, they would have been looking for her. But it, it, it is tough. Like, it is tough. And like in movie and TV, they make it so that revenge and the plot of revenge is always so mean and nasty. Like you have to be enraged and you have to be so angry and we don't learn how to handle our anger. We don't learn how to handle our emotions, right? So the only way is to knock this fool out. I got to knock him out for what he said. Knock him out for what he did. Like justice and revenge are not the same thing. Because I... I the best revenge is living well. Right in the middle of that would be justice to me, right? Because you're you're not giving up and you're not letting them off the hook. But I am going to make sure you suffer for this according to the law. Now, some people, the way they're set up with law, with their lawyers, with all this and all that, uh it would have been better off for you to have the nasty revenge than go to court because some people 
when they take you to court, the way they set you up, the way they got you, they got you. <laughs> they got your pocketbooks. They got your, the, you do jail time or prison time or whatever. Like you, you, you were better off just fighting in the street. <laughs> you should have just let them slap you. <laughs> but in the job place is where I think this is the most common, right? When somebody's done you wrong at work, the first thing you want to do um, besides vent or, or you know, slap somebody across the head, the, the first thing you want to do is, you know, find a way to balance it out. Like you want to find a way to balance it out immediately. That's the first thought. Usually after people are hurt from being done wrong, they want to balance things out, right? Well, in this particular case, this this is something that I, I, I had seen. Um, let's say you have two people that do things completely different. And one person feels that they deserve all the opportunities that another person has. Let's call one red. Let's call one blue. Well, blue thinks that red is entitled. Blue thinks that red can have whatever they want. Blue thinks that red is just, you know, loud mouth, uh, 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 favored, has the bias of everybody, has the approval of everybody, that they're lying about it. There has got to be something that they're doing. Meanwhile, if you go and talk to red, if you go and talk to red, you find that everybody that's worked for Red has a sworn allegiance to Red. And, and, and after hours, Red is inviting the team, the family, the employees underneath them to eat, to maybe have a little, little alcohol, a little food, bring your kids, bring your family. And so Red wants people to work hard and play hard. And gets the numbers across the board. Well, Blue, on the other hand, just sees vengeance. Blue, on the other hand, only sees where they can jump out and jump up. Blue only sees the, the, the places that they're hurt where they want to get back at red. I don't think you should have got this sector. I don't think you should have got this job. I don't think you should have got this account. And I believe it was supposed to be me. Me, 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 me. Now the person that's hurt the most is the one in their feelings the most. And the one that's hurt the most is becoming the villain because they're taking the time to internalize all these things and look exactly like <laughs> what Red said or didn't say, right? So in a corporate world, you're thinking, I got to get back at them. I got, I got to show them. I'm going to slap them upside the head with this. I'm going to have better teams. I'm going to have better numbers. I'm going to have better this. And all this time you're working to fight against them, they're applying for other jobs. They're not even going to be there. <laughs> they're, they're, they're moving up, right? They're getting promoted tomorrow, and you want to get even with them on, on the second level, and they're already eight levels up. Right. They're getting promoted so high tomorrow and you think you're about to get even with them on step two and they're up on level 14. Right. 
you get in the, you, <laughs> you guys get on the elevator. Uh-huh. Second floor, huh? Nope, going up to 14. 14? Yeah, got promoted. And then what is what's your life then? What's your story then? For all the plans and, and all the time you didn't go to the movies and all the stuff that, that you canceled so you get revenge on this person, your whole life is based around revenge on somebody that's not even going to be there. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Hey, you, you, you got to make a choice. Like, why does it have to be so nasty? If anything, the longer you're plotting the revenge, the more life you have given to that person, the more pain you're giving to that person for free. As they say, this person is living rent free in your head. They're just damaging you and hurting you and didn't even know. Now, if it's a family member like your mom or your dad or somebody like that, you know, that's that's completely different. Um, but one thing I really wish people would break away from, and it's a lot of good people. It's a lot of good people that I love and care about. Like, you can't be so damaged by that one punch that they... I mean, they punched you in public in front of people, in the stomach, and then ran. But if you suffer from that your whole life, okay? If you suffer from that your whole life and let that be a defining moment for you, where you were hurt, where you were knocked down, and you always come back to that moment as where you were hurt or damaged, and you don't go get therapy, or you don't run, chase them down, and punch them in the stomach right there, if you let that hurt you your whole life, you let that hurt you your whole life. It's not fair. It's not nice. I wish it never happened to you. Hey, let's hug it out. I wish that never happened to you. And I would wish that that never happens to anybody. But you can't let that hurt you your whole life. You can't. You got to let it go. Hard part is sometimes people won't let you let it go. You're trying to heal, and they keep reminding you of how they hurt you. Sometimes you even got to cut them off. <sighs> Wayne, why are you saying that? Sometimes you do have to cut them off. Sometimes your growth depends on what you are willing to cut off and cut that cord. Okay? Because you're the only person that's going to do it. That person is not going to come back and apologize. You've got to go choose to live well. You've got to go choose to live better. And maybe one of the best cord cutting sometimes is just to leave and go and do better and do well and completely lose the mindset of that person, right? Go to a different state. Go to a different country. Go and be the best self that you can be. You know, and, and so I, I, I you know talked about entertainment. I talked a little bit about work and, you know, the corporate world. Well, in full circle, you know, it's like, what if you got revenge on somebody and didn't even know it, right? And and this kind of happened to me in my life, and it makes me laugh still to this day because the, the gentleman that helped me with this didn't even know that he helped me with it. And, and I was going through a real tough time. I was just being bullied, didn't know why, didn't know what was going on. And, um, well, actually I can split this into two stories. One was work one, the other was personal. And I was just getting bullied 
right? Didn't know where it came from, didn't know why, didn't know how, didn't know what I did wrong, just bullied, right? Just bullied. And I'm like hurt. I was like young. I was really young at the time. I was just hurt, not really sure what to do, not really sure who to turn to. I didn't have nobody, right? I didn't have anybody because the, <laughs> the people that you're supposed to turn to at this time were the people that pushed me in front of these people, right? And I was just getting bullied by them, just bullied. Bullied so bad to the point where I would just lock the doors, go home, and not answer the phone, not answer nothing. i just not say nothing to nobody. So you fast forward, I'm a little bit older now. And now I got a car, I got a little bit of money, I'm just hanging out. And I, I you know, the best revenge is living well, right? <laughs> so I'm living good right now. I got a car, I got money, my name is out there. People know me, people like me. And um, <laughs> I'm like, just hanging out with my, you know, new friends. No new friends, no new friends, no, no new. Kind of like Drake said, no new friends. But I'm hanging out with my new friends. And um, one of them just happens to mention a young lady that he's dating and talking to. And I'm like, you, uh, you're dating such and such? And so, yeah, such and such. People like my names, right? <laughs> so I'm like, you're dating her? I'm like, I thought, you know, she was dating this other guy, right? Well, it turns out this this group of people that, you know, I was talking about, about being bullied by, um, one of them was dating this this young lady, this female. And um, the gentleman, my friend, my new friend that I was, you know, hanging out and talking with was also all about this young lady. But seems like he had her eyes and 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 had her ear a little bit better. Right. <laughs> Which I was like. Oh, please continue. So the guys or whoever that had bullied me are now losing. Okay. Losing <laughs> the the dating game. It's like the bachelor, right? When you're, when you're younger, um, they're losing the dating game and losing the battle to my new friends. I, I can't make this up. Like, the bully is losing his girlfriend to the guys I'm friends with now. I laughed. We laughed so hard about that. Oh, I hurt myself laughing about that. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like, this girl loves you and really wants to be with you? And I'm like, please tell me more. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, she said she can't stand him. And she likes me so much more. I'm in better shape and this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, tell me more. Please keep going. I was like, what do you want to, what do you want for dinner? What do you want to eat? And I'm like loving this because I'm like, you, you can't even pay for this. Like I said, I had locked the doors and stopped answering the phone and moved on with my life. You, you can't even pay for it. But I had heard this as a kid in church, in the Bible, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and forgive 70 times, seven times, seven times, like all this forgiveness and all this vengeance that the Lord handles and that the Lord takes care of. And it's like, you just wonder, like, how many ancestors, known and unknown, have done this, lived through this, 
and, and, and in your bloodline have just accepted things as they are? Or did they find a way to, to channel up and, and use this revenge principle of living well to get through things? Well, I, I mean, I didn't hang on that moment too long because there's others. I'm, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice person. But I'm here to tell you <laughs> that whole vengeance is mine, saith the Lord thing. That thing works. Like, it's it's a curse. <laughs> if you can say blessing, then you understand curses. And this thing is a blessing. Anybody, okay, anybody that doesn't understand that, don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> so I'm at work, right? I'm at work. And I'm just dealing with some guys. And like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy. I try to be as professional as I can. If I've been robotic in the past, I'm sorry. <laughs> I try to be so professional and so neat and clean. At times, I have been a robot, so I apologize for that. Um, but in my kindness, in my you know caring and all this, I had a guy ask me. He was like, <laughs> well, "What would you do if I just punch you in the face?" And I was like, "It'd be the worst decision you made all year." <laughs> and I'm just, I just looked at him like, for real. I don't know what it is that makes people act the way they do when they think they can just get away with stuff. So this group of people, this group of guys, you know, I've got my, my job. I'm in corporate America. I'm working for this big name company. And I'm thinking I got to do everything my boss and the people at work say to get on, to get up and get out and, and get over it. Right. And, and to just do a great job. I got to do everything they say. Right. So I'm doing everything I can to just do well and do a great job. And people were taking my kindness for weakness and they started abusing it. And I mean, I had threats and things come at me and I didn't know. I'm like, huh? Like, I mean, I'm reading the Bible at lunch. <laughs> Most people are like texting their girlfriends or sending nudes. I'm reading the Bible at lunch. I'm trying to be the best person I can be. I'm trying to get ready for Bible study. And people are accusing me of things, uh, I think, just because I was easy to pick on. So I'm mean, just, just be honest. I think I was just easy to pick on because I stuck out like a sore thumb. I was a really nice guy and, you know, came to work on time, did, did a good job. And, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't control what stupid people do. Fast forward. Some of those people... <laughs> some of those people that were giving me a hard time and not being fair to me or not being honest, not only did some of them lose their job, some of them got demoted so low that they had to start over all over again. And if you know anything about some most companies that promote only from within, you know that is pretty much death. <laughs> so not only did some of them get so far demoted that they... I don't know, almost had to like eat dirt. Um, a lot of them that did left, did leave, I, you know, watched them just like suffer and drown later on as I would, you know, look around and, and see what people were doing around the city and around the town. So like, I've seen it both ways, right? Definitely seen it in person, what people do when they get revenge on people. I mean, everybody's seen fights and 
you know, they've seen people in the parking lot and, you know, that the, at the barbecue or whatever. Yeah, you've seen people get in fights in public. Um, you know, maybe you haven't. Maybe you have. I don't know. Um, but then it's like, does it have to be nasty? Because, I mean, we've talked about the, the entertainment world, TV shows and movies. We've talked about work, and, and I've definitely shared kind of some of my personal life, but like, what if it all comes full circle, right? What if you're restored? What if the person that you were so upset with and so hurt by um, finally allows you to see clearly into them, or you on your own, indirectly, see the who, the why, the when, and what that caused your pain like what caused them to be the way they are to cause your pain what about when you find that out right some people find out when they're in prison some people find out when that person dies some people find out when they get promoted and they look back and then they can now see that person's records like you can go read their emails and all that stuff because you have like seniority over them or whatever or it's like an investigation but what if you're paid? What if you've got the good life? What do you got the good? What if, what about when you got the good love, right? You got the woman you want to be with. And, and you were that guy saying, man, I'll never get a girl like that. Or I'll never get my, uh, uh, <laughs> what, uh, let me use today's Chloe and Haley. I'll never get my Chloe and Haley or Halle Berry or Vivica Fox or Taraji P. Henson or, uh, uh, yeah, what is, what's her name? I can't think of her name right now. Um, let's just go, uh, uh Black Panther, Lupita Nyong'o. Um, <laughs> why can't I think of her name? Angela Bassett. There we go. You know, Brie Larson, Scarlett Johansson, right? Uh, 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 Jennifer, uh, Love Hewitt. I remember she was like really big back in the day. Or like those Victoria's Secret models, like you're seeing them in movies now. You're like, I'll never get with a girl like that. Well, what if you just do, right? Is it really important at that point to drop down so low to the person you were before you got on? Before you got the wealth? Before you got the riches? Like, why is it so important to drop down so low? to that old place where you were so unsuccessful. If anything, you should kind of thank them for saying, you know what? Until you were an a-hole, until you were dumb and showed yourself to me, I didn't grow. Because of you, I grew. And if you don't like that, that's too bad. Thank you. Thank you for being so dumb and stupid that it caused me to grow to my potential. Oh, you don't have to pay for your food. That's on me. <laughs> you don't shake hands and leave. Hey, I, hey, just being honest. If you had you not slapped me in public in front of all those kids at school, or had you not lied on me at my job and got me fired, I wouldn't have started my company that now owns yours. <laughs> so speak it, speak it. Just speak on it. Once you start to realize what this all is, you're, you're stepping over it. 
I'm, I'm walking over it. I'm not trapped underneath it no more. No, I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm mature. I'm learning from it. I'm growing with it. It, it didn't kill me. It made me stronger. So, why does that have to be so nasty, right? If anything, we can use a lot of these scenarios and a lot of these things in life as a tool, as a, as a school, right? It doesn't, um, it doesn't always have to be about bloody war, right? I, I, I really believe, say for example, somebody walks up and just slaps you in public right now and just stands there and looks at you. What that's saying to me at that moment is they're giving you a chance to get justice because they want to fight, right? They want to fight. You standing there and looking them in the face and choosing peace is your choice. You chose peace in that moment. But <laughs> if they pull a prank on you or they're consistently mean to you or lying on you or just being nasty, those are the kind of scenarios, real life scenarios that we see in movies and, and such where you really do have to make a choice. You're just like, wow, I'm just like really not the type of person that I'm just not that kind of person. Like they're mean and loud and aggressive and I'm not. What, what do I do here? What do I do here? And I, I, I hate to tell people this because they, they probably need to hear this. They don't know it. Um, the more you sit around thinking about that person and what they're doing to you will make it so that they can continue to do it. The more you spend time talking about how they hurt you, the more they're going to hurt you. The more time you spend talking about all the things they took from you, they're going to take more. The more time you give them and think about all the things that they've hurt you in or damaged you in, they will do it more. You have to be the one that cuts that cord. So whether it's confronting what they're doing, which is not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, there's street justice and then there's the judicial system. You can confront them on what they're doing or cut the cord. And if you can leave the environment altogether. If you can, right? Because sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's friends. Sometimes it's people at work and you just don't know what to do, right? You don't know what to do. So let's be honest here. Let's be honest with ourselves. Based on who you are today and how things have gone, have you been bullied and what has helped you? If it's still ongoing, you need to change some things, right? And it doesn't have to be nasty. If anything, the people that want the nastiest revenge have sat in it too long. They sat in that emotion, they've sat in that thought, and they've been in the victim mentality far too long. So, like I said, the more you think about those people hurting you, the more they're going to do it some more. In that victim mentality, anybody can hurt you and blast you. Like, anybody can hurt you and blast on you at any time. You're just an open sore, an open wound. And you will never heal because you choose not to. 
It's a choice. Confront or cut the cord. It, you, you, only, you, only, you only get one of the two a lot of times. You only get one of the two. And I think with our children, I mean, that's where, where it's hard now. We're in a day and age where you might not be able to discipline your children the way your parents discipline you. So you can't cut the cord. <laughs> it's your child. And you can't confront them because they're not a grown man or a grown woman. They're a child. So you got to find the right tools, the right wisdom, the right things to do so that that kid understands to respect you, love you, and value everything they're saying without thinking, oh my God, my mom and dad are trying to kill me. <laughs> you know? All right, y'all. Well, I love y'all. Hope you love me back. Definitely love, like, and share these messages. Um, thank you. Like, like, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really mean this. I was going back and looking through some of my messages and people have gone back and re-listened to messages or doubled up on some messages. And I don't control that. I don't know what you guys like. <laughs> I just know that you appreciate the messages, like them and love them. And I appreciate that. And you can share them with people. But hey, you're going to see revenge on TV and movies. You're going to see revenge at the workplace. You're going to have revenge in your personal life, right? And, and if it's not revenge, it's going to be the scenarios that set it up, right? But what are you going to do about it? Are you going to confront it? It's going to be street justice or judicial system. You're going to call the police to finally stop it. Are you being abused? Is it domestic abuse? Who's abusing you? Who can help you? You got to get help at some point. Otherwise, you do want it to continue. You want it to continue. Or are you going to cut the cord? Make a choice. Make a choice. All right, you all. Love y'all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.